We're talking about homeland benefits. And Psalms 103, we covered that last week. Then last Sunday night, we begin to talk about Psalms 91. And we begin to discuss how that we can activate God's homeland security system. You know, security is an awesome thing to know and to have in this day and in this hour. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, it says in verse 1, he said, Know this also, that in the last times, perilous times shall come. Now, of course, the word perilous there means troublesome, dangerous, harsh, fierce, or savage. Yet, you and I can be the safest of the safe if we know how to activate the security, the safety, and the protection that God has made available to us. In Psalms 4.8, he says, I will both lay me down in peace and sleep. For thou, Lord, only makes me to dwell in safety. One translation says, he keeps me perfectly safe. I like that. It doesn't matter whether you live in San Francisco or whether you live in Oakland or whether you live in Orinda. Wherever you are, there is the opportunity for danger. But the safest place is in Christ. And the safest place is over in the presence of God. Say it real strong with me. You keep me perfectly safe. Now, I've got a question for you today. Did the Apostle Paul face difficulties? Oh, man, he faced some perils. He faced perils in the city. He faced perils among false brethren. He faced all sorts of things that could have brought great discouragement into his life. But at the same time, he proclaimed, but the Lord delivered me out of all of them. Now, is God a respecter of persons? The same God that delivered Paul delivers you. Does anybody here have a testimony of God's protection over them in a dangerous time? Look at all the hands. Just look around you. How many of you can testify that the Lord's been good to you and he's kept you in the midst of a difficult situation? Say it real strong with me. The Lord Lord delivers me me out of every one of them. them. Now, the Bible doesn't say we're not going to face afflictions. The Bible doesn't say we're not going to face tribulations. But out of all of them, the Lord will deliver you. One way or the other, you're coming through. That should be your confession. Yes, I face difficulty. Yes, it's been tough. Yes, but... The Lord, he's still on the throne and he can provide for you where there doesn't seem in the natural like there's any way God's working on your behalf. If you'll just activate it by dwelling in the secret place of the most high. Look at Psalms 91 real quickly. Psalm 91 says, he that dwelleth 
in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. This is the language of protection. He is our refuge. He is our fortress. And this literally, this verse of scripture right there in verse 1, it says, He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty is literally talking about Him being your refuge and Him covering you. God's on your case. He is your rear regard. We could say it in terminology of the Bay Area, he's got your back. He not only has your back, but he's got your entire being. He is working on your behalf. We've got a safe place, saints, where the enemy cannot touch us. Where no weapon that is formed against us shall prosper. Where no evil will befall us. Neither shall any plague come nigh our dwelling. Amen. Somebody says, well, I've got an alarm system, Pastor. I've got the safest car that money can buy. I've got 15 insurance policies. Awesome. But how many of you know that can be false security if you put your trust in those? See, some trust in chariots, Blue Cross, Red Cross... And I have insurance. Thank God for health insurance. Thank God for life insurance. Thank God for all those things. But our trust is not in chariots. Our trust is not in horses. But you and I, what are we going to remember? We're going to remember the name of the Lord our God. The safest place that we have is in Him. In His will. Under His wings. Under the shadow, if you will, of El Shaddai. And then look at verse 2. He says, I will say. Here's how you activate homeland security. I will say of the Lord. He is my refuge. He is my fortress. My God in Him will I trust. See, when you... Get your voice aligned up with what you believe in your heart. The rest of the 91st Psalm just unfolds for you and the benefits are manifold. Let's look at some of them real quickly. Let me read to you that in the Amplified of Psalms 91 beginning in verse 4. For then he will cover you with his pinions and under his wings... You will trust. You will find refuge. His truth and his faithfulness will be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror of the night, nor of the evil or the evil plots and slanders of the wicked that fly by day. Nor for the pestilence that stalks in darkness. Nor for the destruction and sudden death that surprise and lay waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side. And ten thousand at your right hand. But it shall not come near you. Verse 8. Only a spectator shall you be. 
yourself inaccessible in the secret place of the Most High. In other words, Satan, his demonic forces, cannot access you when you're in that secret place. Satan and all of his cohorts cannot access you when you are a dweller and when you are a speaker for the Lord. I'm a spectator. Myself inaccessible in the secret place of the Most High. As you witness the reward of the wicked. Because, now notice this, you have made the Lord your refuge. And the Most High your dwelling place. Read verse 10 with me. There shall no evil befall you, nor any plague or calamity come near your tent. Now they used the word tent back then, but your tent is wherever you are. It's your apartment. It's your condominium. It's your home. It's your automobile. It's every area of your life. Notice this in verse 11. For he will give his angels a special charge over you to accompany and defend and preserve you in all your ways of obedience and service. Oh, that's powerful. Oh, glory to God. He's given his CIA's special charge over you. Years ago, Gloria Copeland said CIA's means covenant enforcing agents. Now, I know enforcing is spelled with an E, but today we're going to spell it with an I. They hearken. Listen, they hearken to God's voice. The scripture says, they encamp around about those that fear him or reverence him. They encamp around about those. They surround you and me when we reverence the Lord, when we honor the Lord, when we dwell in the secret place of the Most High. When we say of the Lord, he's our refuge, our fortress, our God, when we put our trust in him. The Bible says... Not only do they encamp around about you, but they accompany you. What does accompany mean? Accompany means they go right with you. Wherever you are, they are. Therefore, you don't need a bodyguard. You know, you see all these stars, you know, they have bodyguards. They've got to have people protecting them. And you understand because all those crazy paparazzis. The world is nuts, you know, wanting to get a glimpse of Lindsay Lohan or, you know, Tiger Woods or whoever it might be. None of those people impress me. I'm not impressed with Kobe Bryant. Yeah, he might be able to beat me in horse. I'm not impressed with all these talk show hosts, these talking heads, blah, 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 blah. 
all day and all night. I'm not impressed with that. No, I'm not even impressed with Oprah. Sorry. Hollywood, talking heads, movie stars, sports figures, they don't pay my bills. (laughs) I can't call on them in my midnight hour. I don't have their 411. But I've got God's Jeremiah 33.3. Where he says, call unto me. And I'm going to answer you and I'm going to show you great and mighty things that you don't know. I am not looking for the approval of the politicians of this land. I am not looking for the approval and the honor that comes from the spirit of this world. I tell you, if this world honors anybody... They're going to honor some preacher that doesn't believe in the blood of Jesus. That doesn't believe in the virgin birth. That believes in same-sex marriages. If this world is going to honor anybody, they're going to honor a person that compromises. I'm not looking for the honor of this world. I'd rather have the honor of God on me for five seconds than the honor of this entire nation and in this entire world in my back pocket. Our goal in life is not to please man. Our goal in life is to please God. And in pleasing God, you'll make a lot of people happy, but you'll make a lot of people mad. You can't live like that. You go through your life to please the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And like someone preached all week long down in Fort Worth, if you'll seek first the kingdom of God, if you'll put him first in everything you do, in every place you go, if you'll seek him first, God will take care of the rest. I said God will take care of the rest. Now, how do we get into that? He's given his angels charge over us. They accompany us. They keep us in all their ways. You don't need the approval of man. You've got the approval of God. And if God is happy, he will even make your enemies. Oh man, they may, they may hate your guts. They may not agree with you. But when you please God... He'll make even your enemies to shut up. (laughs) He'll make even your enemies to hold their peace. (laughs) Glory to God. I'm telling you, God's given his angels charge over you. To keep you in all your ways. Go back to verse 4. I want to work on something real quickly here today. In Psalm 91 verse 4. It says, he's going to cover you with his feathers. And under his wings you will trust. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. I want you to notice that phrase, under his wings. Under his wings. Now, in Isaiah 31, 5 in the New Living Testament, it says this. The Lord Almighty will hover over you as a bird hovers around its nest. 
He will defend and save the city. He will pass over it and rescue it. Now the context of that, he's talking about Jerusalem. But you and I are the spiritual Jerusalem in the land today. And the Bible says that he will hover over us like a bird hovers over its nest. He is hovering. See it, saints. He's hovering over us. The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous. His ears are open to their cries and their prayers. And the eyes of the Lord are running to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on my behalf and on your behalf. He's hovering over you. Go to Isaiah chapter 4, verse 5 and 6. Isaiah chapter 4. This is the language of protection. Isaiah chapter 4, verse 5 and 6. It says, and the Lord. I'll wait till you get there. Isaiah chapter 4, verse 5 and 6. And the Lord will create upon every dwelling place of Mount Zion. Now, Zion is the church, a type of the church. So the Lord will create upon every dwelling place of the households represented here and this church here and upon her assemblies, notice this, a cloud and smoke by day and the shining of a flaming fire by night for upon Above all, the glory shall be your defense. Or the glory shall be your covering. The Amplified says, For all the glory shall be a canopy, a defense of divine love and protection for you. His glory will protect you. His glory will surround you. He's hovering over us. He's got us covered. And in verse 6 it says, And there shall be a tabernacle for a shadow or shade in the daytime from the heat, and from a place for a place of refuge, and for a covert from storm and from rain. Now here's the picture. Get it. The picture is you're going through a difficult time. You're going through a hot place. Anybody ever been through one of those fiery tests? Fiery trials. Now, how many of you are from the South? Anybody from the South? We just came from the lower Midwest, which is Oklahoma. And uh, it was close to 100 degrees almost every day. Now, if you think it's cool here... And you're complaining about the cool weather? Go to Louisiana or Texas or Oklahoma for a few days. But we were out there, like Brenda said last week, we were out there fishing, catching catfish. I caught a 40-pound catfish. (sighs) Yeah, it was 40 pounds in my thinking. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger every day. Brenda caught six catfish. I caught two. 
So it's Brenda 6, Mark 2. But it was hot down there by the pond. And it was warm. And so you, you get a good sweat going. But uh, we didn't go out fishing until about 5, but it was still hot. But around 7.30, around 8 o'clock, the sun began to give up a little bit. And all of a sudden, there came a shade over the pond as the clouds gathered in. And then there came a nice, cool breeze. I mean, cool about 80 degrees. (laughs) But when it's been 100... You know that that felt good. Got any farmers in the house? Anybody's ever done farm work? A lot of people. There's nothing like coming in from the field and getting under a tree where there's shade. And you're under the shadow of El Shaddai. And you may be going through some fiery tests And some fiery trials. But God has promised you and me in his word. That he would be a shadow in the daytime. From the fiery tests of life. And that he would be a place of refuge. And he would be a covert from the storm. And from the rain. I tell you what. That's good news for me. What does that mean? That means that God brings protection and refreshing. Right in the midst of a difficult time. Right in the midst of fiery tests and burning fiery furnaces. You do remember Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were thrown into the burning fiery furnace. Why? Because they refused to bow their knee. They refused to bow their knee to the spirit of idolatry and to the spirit of the world that day. And they begin to boldly declare, look, even if you do throw us in there, we are not going to bow. And the Bible says that the king got so upset that he said, turn that furnace up seven times. So it was hot to begin with. But all of a sudden, it got seven times hotter. Now, how many of you know sometimes it'll get worse (laughs) before it gets better? Come on, I know I'm preaching good right now. Sometimes it'll get worse, then it'll get better. But hold on. Hold fast. There is a fourth man that will enter in to the fiery furnaces of life with you. Hallelujah. And his name is El Shaddai, the God who is more than enough. They threw him in there. And later on they looked. And they noticed, look, these guys didn't burn. The message that Oral Roberts preached years ago was this. If you don't bow, you won't burn. Listen, friends, hold on. Your Saturday's coming. It's time for your things to come together. Amen? If it looks like it's getting hot, hotter before it's getting better, don't you give up. They said, well, I thought we threw three in there. 
But there's a fourth one in there. And the fourth one looks like the Son of Man. And that's exactly who it was. And friends, the Son of God shows up in the midst of your burning, fiery furnaces. And He brings His shade. And He brings His shelter. And He brings His protection from the storms of this life. Amen. Notice with me in verse 6, it says, There shall be a pavilion for shade in the daytime from the heat, and for a place of refuge and a shelter from storm and from rain. Quickly turn to Isaiah chapter 25, and we'll wind up there. Isaiah 25, verse 4. Isaiah 25, verse 4 says, For thou hast been a strength to the poor, a strength to the needy in his distress, a refuge from the storm, a shadow from the heat, when the blast of the terrible ones is as the storm against the wall. I just came today to tell you that he is your safe dwelling place. Remember Jesus said to Jerusalem, he says, you that kill the prophets and you stone them that are sent unto thee. He says, how often would I have gathered your children together, even as a hen gathers her chickens under her wings. And he says, but you would not. And God is inviting us today. If you got out from under his protection, if there's some things been happening in your life that shouldn't be happening and you know it's because you've just gotten away from the Lord. The Lord is saying, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, heart of the bay, heart of the bay, people of God, come on back. Get back underneath my wings. There's millions and millions of people today that have slipped out from that secret place. There's millions of Christians today not just in the Bay Area, but all over the world, and especially the United States. There's millions and millions of them that are not in church today. They have allowed other things to creep in. The distractions of this age and the cares of this life. The Bible says they will enter in and they will choke the word. Listen, friends, all that stands between you and me and annihilation is the word of the Lord. Somebody says, yeah, but I, I'm getting the word by tape and I'm getting the word by CD. Thank God for those things. But there's nothing quite like the local assembly. And I am an assembly man. I am a church man. And I believe in the local church. And I believe this with all of my heart. That God is going to connect you. And God is, connect, is going to connect me with people that have gotten away from the Lord. And that the Lord's going to enable us to bring a word of reconciliation to them. And the Lord's going to enable you and the Holy Spirit's going to come upon you. And He's going to speak through you and encourage them to get back in the secret place of the Most High. To get back into their place. To get back into their race. God is saying, come back and get under my wings. Because under my wings, there's love. There's encouragement and there's strength. How often has God called for his people? 
and yet they run from Him. This is not a day and this is not an hour to be out doing our own thing. Whether you're aware of it or not, you need me, I need you, and we need one another. God never intended for us to go through life alone. I said God never intended for us to go through life alone. Friends, He has placed right in the heart of the Bay Area a special church with special people. And I'm not talking about Brenda and I or Tom or Kim or Nancy, all of us as pastors. No, He has placed right within the heart of the Bay something of extreme value. When I look and when I see what the Lord has done over the past 28 years, I stand in awe of the goodness of God. I stand in awe of the goodness of God. When I look at the generations that are coming up, when I look at your daughter, Brother Richardson, Sabrina, when I look at Sterling Hernandez, when I look at the young people of this church that at one time we dedicated to the Lord as babies in our hands. When I look at them rising up and taking their positions of leadership, it makes this reverend glad. <laughs> Hallelujah. Listen, the, this church is not just a place where we come and hear some announcements. And we sing some songs. And you hear a good sermon. The church is not just about that. That's part of it. But a church is about relationships. A church is about growing together. A church is about taking your shield of faith. And locking your shield with someone else's shield. That's going through a burning fiery trial. A church is not just... We don't receive offerings to fatten our pockets. We receive offerings so we can, praise God, pay this place off. The value of the local church. I mean, it's awesome. When I think about what he's done, it makes me glad. And my prayer is, is that more people will get on board. My prayer is, is that more people will find their place in this body. And get into the race that God has got for them. My prayer, literally, is that we have several services on Sunday and with no seats available. My prayer is that you and I rise up in this last day under his wings protected provided for nourished up in the words of faith and that God himself would be glorified here in our midst right in the middle of an area where they say there's no way they say there's no way They say there's no help for us in God. But He's a shield for us. He's the glory. He's the lifter up of our head. 
And so dwell, saints, in the secret place of the Most High. If you've gotten away from Him, get back under His wings. Amen? If you're not serving in a place in the church, find a place to serve. And let God be glorified through your life. Amen? Every head bowed, every eye closed. Father, today in the name of Jesus, I pray for my friends. I pray for the people in attendance today. I pray, Lord God, that if there is a person or persons that have just gotten away from you, Lord God, that they would just come back strongly under your wing of protection.